0: Hey everyone, welcome to The Exchange Daily. Today is Friday, April 17th, 2020, where every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we go through a new psalm or new passage within a psalm. And today we're gonna be in Psalm 23. Uh, This podcast is just a way for us to stay connected, to go through scriptures, to center our mind and our thinking on Jesus, to try to practice something, to exercise spiritual disciplines together, And really, for us just to stay connected uh, during this whole pandemic. And so, we are gonna be in Psalm 23 for um, probably a few more of these podcasts. We're gonna look at the second half of verse one today. Uh, So, Psalm 23, one, we talked about it on Wednesday. It begins with, The Lord is my shepherd. And we're gonna look at the second half, and I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. David is a shepherd who now is king but or now was king but David is a shepherd writing about God being his shepherd. And I'm so thankful God relates himself to us as a shepherd, as someone who's caring and compassionate and patient and pursues us and we just want to slow down and look at this psalm. And so the second half is this phrase, I shall not want. I shall not want because the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want or I have no wants. Now, when I was a kid, I used to honestly like hate this verse because I seriously thought it was saying the Lord is my shepherd and I don't want him. I was like, what? I shall not want like how how can David not want the Lord? I was. Yeah, I need some help. Um and I totally misunderstood this what this was saying. Maybe you actually thought that. Uh but David is saying the Lord is my shepherd, I have no needs. I will not lack. I don't lack in anything. I have everything. Because I have the Lord, I have everything. You know there's a story of a little boy who who got up to read Psalm 23:1 in this big group of people and he got really nervous. And when he decided to read Psalm 23:1, he said the Lord is my shepherd and that's all I want. And I love that. The Lord is my shepherd, and that's all I want. That's actually the interpretation, really. Listen, you can have everything and not have anything. You can have everything and have nothing. But if you have a shepherd, you have everything. So let me ask you this. um, What do you think a sheep's greatest need is? Like, what is a sheep's greatest need? Uh, A sheep's greatest need is simply this, a shepherd. It's not water. It's not protection. It's not food. It's not comfort. Because if they have a shepherd, they have everything else. All sheeps really need, or their greatest need, is a shepherd. And that too is our greatest need. We might think we might need all these other things. We need obviously food, water, shelter, care, protection. We need all those things. But if we have the shepherd, we have access and we have all those things really. So our greatest need is a shepherd, and that's obviously Jesus. Now, I love this um, uh, idea. I want to explain briefly to you. A lot of commentators actually talk about this. Jesus calls himself the Good Shepherd. Uh, the book of Hebrews in chapter 13 calls him the Great Shepherd. Peter calls him the Chief Shepherd. And here's how this relates The Good Shepherd, John 10, the Great Shepherd, Hebrews 13, the Chief Shepherd, 1 Peter 5. Now, if you actually um, look at this, I do think it's interesting. A lot of people compare the good shepherd, great shepherd, chief shepherd to Psalm 22, 23, and 24. Um, And here's why. Let me explain. Jesus called himself the good shepherd. We're going to read that passage in a second. The good shepherd who lays down his life for the sheep. That's Psalm 22. In Psalm 22, that's what we see. We We looked at it like all last week. Just the Psalm of the cross. The good shepherd who laid his life down for the sheep. The great shepherd is the shepherd who just takes care of our needs, who meets our daily needs. That's what we see in Psalm 23. Peter says this, listen to this verse, Hebrews thirteen twenty. May the God of peace who brought up our Lord Jesus from the dead, that great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you complete in every good work to do his will working in you. What is well-pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Did you catch that? The great shepherd who makes you complete through his blood, through his covenant, makes you complete in every good work to do his will, uh, working in you what is well-pleasing in his sight. See, he's the great shepherd who works in us, who uh, makes us complete to do a good work. So he's the good shepherd who lays on his life. He's the great shepherd who meets our needs and makes us complete to do his work. And he's the chief shepherd. Peter said this in 1 Peter 5. It says, when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that does not fade away. The chief shepherd, the chief shepherd. Um, Peter was writing to pastors or elders and who are also known as shepherds. And he says, but Jesus is the chief shepherd. You elders might be shepherds over these flocks, but the shepherd of shepherds, the chief shepherd... When he appears, you'll receive the crown of glory that does not fade away. And here's that idea. In Psalm 24, we see really um, the Messiah. We see God ruling and reigning. We see him appearing. We see him on the throne. And we'll so we'll even look at Psalm 24 um, after all this is over. But think about that. The good shepherd, Psalm 22. The great shepherd, Psalm 23. And the chief shepherd, uh, Psalm 24. The good, great chief so interesting to me. now uh, I want to look at when Jesus specifically calls himself the shepherd because David says the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want I have no needs I have I have no lack. I have everything I need So let's listen to what Jesus says in uh, John 10. really we'll look at verse 11. we'll start there. Jesus simply says, I am one of his I am statements, one of the seven I am statements I am Just as the father knows me and I know the father and I lay down my life for the sheep and I have other sheep. that are not of this fold. I must bring them also and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. Wow. Jesus is the good shepherd. He says, my sheep know my voice. They know me. I know them speaking to the Jews. I have sheep who are not of the flock, not of this flock, really the Gentile nations, the Gentile worlds, us. He says, we'll be one flock. It's not this distinction between, well, there's Jew and Gentile, maybe that they were making then. You're either Jewish and you're live by the kosher lifestyle or you're not. It's There's going to be one flock, one shepherd. I mean, what amazing, even really as a prophecy, how we see that fulfilled in the church and the death and resurrection of Jesus and how there's neither Jew nor Greek, and Paul gets into that in Galatians and Ephesians, and I just love that idea, but here's the idea. Jesus is the shepherd. He is the good shepherd. He's claiming to be deity in that. He's claiming to be everything. He's claiming to be the one who meets our needs. Why is he the good shepherd? He said, because he laid down his life for the sheep. Jesus did not just risk his life for the sheep, but he gave his life for the sheep. How did he do this? The unthinkable happened. Jesus, who is a shepherd, listen to this. The Bible gives both analogies. Jesus, who was a shepherd, became a sheep and he was slain as a sheep. John the Baptist said, behold, the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Jesus is the shepherd who became a sheep. And we're told when Jesus stood before the Pharisees, it said as a lamb, he stood before them. He was silent. Like Isaiah 53, seven, we studied this for like good Friday. Uh, he opened, it says, yet he opened not his mouth. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter. He opened out his mouth, the perfect, innocent, spotless lamb. He could not save uh, the the, the sheep, in a sense, us, in his own life at the same time. He couldn't save both at the same time. He's a shepherd who became the lamb. He laid down his life for me as the shepherd and the sheep. So God became a man. The shepherd became a spotless, perfect lamb without blemish. Listen to this. Revelation 7 says, for the lamb, the lamb is in the midst of the throne, will be their shepherd. The lamb. Listen to that. The lamb will be their shepherd and he will guide them to the springs of living water and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Revelation seven seventeen. The lamb in the midst of the throne will be their shepherd. The lamb is the shepherd. Unbelievable. The lamb is the shepherd. The shepherd became the lamb and the lamb became the shepherd. I mean, there's just these constant analogies. So it's not a coincidence to me that Psalm 23 is preceded by Psalm 22, that Psalm of the Cross. The psalm where we looked at last week, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? It's no coincidence that Psalm 22 comes before Psalm 23, that the Messiah gives his life before he's really called the shepherd, before he can be called the good shepherd. Now, um, not only do not only does he lay down his life for the sheep, um, but he says, I, I have sheep not of this flock, not of this fold. If it wasn't for Jesus, I don't think we would have any right to Psalm 23, but Jesus makes Psalm 23 available to us. So listen, here's the idea. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. If you have a shepherd you, ha- shepherd, you have it all. I mean, that is our greatest need. So here's the idea. I shall not want. I shall not lack. I have everything I need. Um, there's a verse that Paul says in Romans that I think speaks of this. It's Romans 8. It says, What then shall we say? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Do we really think that God will withhold something we need? Like that's idea. Do you really think God will withhold something we need? Look at his son. If he gave his son, I will not lack. Now, here's why I bring this up. It might not feel that way always. Because it says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And you might be thinking, but it feels like I want. Like I actually want a lot. Like my heart, our heart, let's be honest. Is that true? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I mean, is he really all we want? I mean, if we have him... We have no other wants. You know, I think here's the idea. When you pursue the Lord, He reorients your desires. You know, you and I have desires for many things. We have many wants. Um, It feels like I want, and you might want many things right now, especially for this whole pandemic just to end. And maybe you feel like you can't say in faith, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, or that's all I want. Maybe you feel like you can't say that, but listen um, get to know Jesus as the good shepherd. Once you get to know him as the good shepherd, and you realize it wasn't in theory this shepherd said, you know, I would lay down my life for the sheep, but he actually did, that he's the shepherd who met our greatest need and will meet our daily needs. He's the shepherd, as the author in Hebrews says, the great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you complete in every good work to do his will, working in you. What is well-pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. He is the good shepherd, the great shepherd, the chief shepherd. Let us um, pursue in that way. That once you have him, you have everything else you need. That the sheep don't necessarily need water or food or protection or safety. They need all of those things. They, Of course they do. But if they have the shepherd, they have all those things. And if we have him, we have all those things. Um, church right now during this crazy time you have a good shepherd who laid down his life and a great shepherd who meets our daily needs and the chief shepherd will appear and he will rule and reign he's the good great and chief shepherd let us just meditate on him think on him pursue him Um, i cannot encourage all of us enough to know jesus as that shepherd um, that we are the sheep of his hand that we are his and he is ours. Um, Listen, guys, I love you. We miss you so much. I just want to remind everyone about our Zoom groups. If you're not a part of community, please be a part. Text someone, reach out to someone, love on someone. Listen, if this uh, podcast or these daily devotionals or meditations are helpful, please feel free to share this. We would love for people to be encouraged and just to think on Jesus and Um, that just helps us by just, if you would subscribe to the podcast, rate it, review it, share it with someone that helps us a lot. And listen, we love you guys. Miss you guys. Looking forward to Sunday. God bless you. See you all Sunday through uh, our live stream. God bless you guys. Bye.